The opinions of this podcast are my own and not necessarily the opinions of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Ambassador Real Estate, any realtor associations, persons, or entities. If your property is currently listed with a real estate broker, please note that it is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. All right, Travis, welcome to uh, this week's episode of Hunting Home. Um, today we got Travis Waldstein here um, with AirServe Council Bluffs. That's correct. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, so with real estate, one of the big ticket items that we run into all the time when you're going to look at a house is furnace and air conditioning. It's right up there with foundations and roofs when yep. it comes to real estate, from what I know. So. Yep, yep. And and uh, I just want to talk about you today, talk about your business, all the things that you do. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think most people think when they think of heating and cooling, they think about your traditional electric central air and your traditional gas forced air heater. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do a lot more than that. Oh, yeah, absolutely we do. So... Um, I've got to know Travis a little bit better um, through the Council Bluffs Business Connection. We meet every Thursday morning, so I'm lucky enough to get to see Travis's face every Thursday. For those of you who don't know, Travis is a uh, big-time Hawk fan, mm-hmm. and uh, I was lucky enough to help Travis find a new place, new spot for his business, and uh, I still convinced him to Put that on Nebraska Avenue. You know, I've had a lot of people give me a bad time about that. I said, well, I got a huge Hawkeye flag in my office. I think I'm going to put one out front on a pole just to say, just hey. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. I would have named it Hawkeye Avenue. But, yeah. You know. <laughs> hey. We had to do what we had to do, That's right? right. I needed more room. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the new building kind of comes with some other new territory, mm-hmm. which is getting into plumbing, right? Yeah, that's correct. So what are you, what's your vision? What all are you going to offer? Well, uh, with with the plumbing stuff, here, here's where we're at. We've been doing water heaters. We've been dealing with boilers and stuff for a long time. That falls in line with what we do. What we're talking about getting into is more of a full service plumbing aspect of it. We're really right now in the process of developing it. So if you call me today and you need your drain snaked, not set up for that today but our goal is by this time next year for sure to be able to offer full service plumbing plus you know be able to do your inside work and and do your sewer mains obviously that takes people that takes resources and so we're really right in the middle of setting that stuff up now but we know there's a huge need for there's great plumbing shops in this town don't get me wrong it's just they're so busy and there's so much demand for it. And with what we do, it, you know, not, it kind of falls in line. It's just something else we can offer to what yep. we're already doing. Yeah. And then for those of you who don't know, Travis also has his own podcast called Circle of Trades. And I've heard you mention on that podcast that, you know, it's, it's not about like trying to take anybody over in the plumbing business. It's just, there's such a shortage. And, you know, I know that from dealing with my clients, trying to get somebody the people that are in town are just so backed up with work that you know it's out there to get. It's a it's a great pro it's a great problem for for anybody. You know the plumbers are really short right now, and they're they're like us. We're having a hard time getting people into it, and you know, and there's more work, there's more new construction, there's more service involved than there ever has. You know, when you start talking low, you know, low flush toilets and different stuff that they've done to conserve water, well, that creates issues. You know, that could be, it creates issues on the sewage side. And, it, you know, 20 years ago, I read this here recently, 20 years ago, 
Roto-Rooter was like the one and only shop yeah. that did that. Now there's like 350 of them. That's That'll tell you what the market yeah, has done. Exactly. Exactly. So getting into plumbing, but why the why get into HVAC? What's your story? How'd you why why'd you make that decision? Well, this is my uncle Rick's fault. Long story short, grew up in northwest Iowa. Uh, our early years spent uh, a little town called Sioux Rapids. Graduated from Spencer. Um, my uncle Rick went went to college after Air Force in the early seventies up in Sheldon, uh, northwest Iowa Technical College. They had a one year refrigeration course. Opened his plumbing and heating shop in in, uh, in Marathon, Iowa. Lasted two or three years there. Um, he took a job in Des Moines for a time, and then he ended up moving to Dallas, Texas. You know, he's been to tra- I've been to trade almost thirty years. He's got, you know, fifteen almost twenty years uh, on me. But when when I was a kid, my dad drove truck, and so we'd go down to Dallas. We'd go out to Los Angeles. I mean, you know, you go with dad for a week or whatever, and so got to spend some time with him and. You know, he's, you know, I mean, he, he built a, you know, he had a 40 acre section down there, uh, that he had, you know, where he had all kinds of toys, you know, he worked hard. He didn't have a lot of employees, but, uh, you know, I went with him a few times and then we just talk about shop mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, this is something that I could see myself doing. I, I, I want to be a farmer, but my dad went broke farming. So it's like, well, what am I going to do? Most of my friends were auto mechanics, yep. and so this made sense. Get my hands dirty. It's something you can learn, and, and it's just kind of evolved. Yeah, yeah. So I know your son Hayden works with you. Yep. And uh, he was actually at our meeting this morning, and I know you've told me in, before, and I've seen in a few of the homes that I've shown these boiler systems, mm-hmm. and he's into the hydronics, right? Oh, absolutely, yes. And I don't think people that haven't seen, when you th- people think of a boiler, they think of an old boiler oh, yeah. system, and these new systems are very complex. I yeah, mean, yeah. This is not like the boiler to Dodge House. If you ever go to the Dodge House, you walk into their basement, <laughs> which I've been to, and they got this big old Monstrosky, 100-year-old yep. asbestos-covered boiler, and I... They finally re- replaced the boiler, but that boiler's still sitting there. Today's systems are high efficiency, you know, high efficiency, high capacity, you know. So if you've got, you know, if you got a two-story, three-story big house, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you can what we call cascade, put boilers in, you know, in series. They can do heat, and they can also do your hot water for your home. There's so much variables as far as what you can do with these, the, the opportunities are in those in floor, if you yep. want to do in floor, um, you know, so there's, there's just all kinds of stuff you can do with it. And if you want to heat your floor in your basement, your shop and, uh, you know, Hayden between his training, the military and working for me, he's taken a liking to it. And, you know, I hate to brag, but he's, He's better than his old man when yeah. it comes actually doing the work. I, I can help design an engineer, but I got fat fingers compared to that when it comes <laughs> to him. I'm more on the technician side, and he's a tech, good technician too, but mm-hmm. that's something he's really took into it is very good with. Yeah. So that kind of brings me to a, a question that I get asked sometimes is, you know, if someone's going to replace their system, it's obviously a big ticket item, and and mm-hmm. and obviously you you start looking at kind of the specialty stuff like the boiler systems. You're going to spend more money, mm-hmm. um, and the same thing with like water heaters, putting a tankless water heater in. Mm-hmm. You know, wh- I know that the life cycle is getting shorter on yep. your standard stuff. Yep. And so, what what would you tell somebody that's, you know, if they plan to be in their house for twenty years, 
what you know what what are some options for them and like you know what's the importance of spending a little more money here or spending less money here you know what would your advice be well the first question i always ask is how long are you going to be in the yep. home because if you're moving in two years <laughs> that you're gonna just throw in the cheap and, yep. and be done but if you're looking to stay in the home and you're looking to get value for me especially if you're talking water heating side of it i'm a huge proponent of, of the tankless product uh, capacity, you know, you know, you could have multiple functions mm-hmm. going on where you can use it. Uh, your gas bill, you know, your, your yeah. use of gas goes down significantly with it. You don't have a 50 gallon tank or a 40 gallon tank that you're heating all the time. And then it comes back to, you know, reliability. If you go, I'll just throw it out there, go to Menards or Home Depot and buy whatever's on the shelf there. It's, it's got a six year tank and it's got a six year part warranty. You're probably in today's world probably not get much further than that. Yeah. I I would tell you if you got a 25 year old water heater that the government hasn't messed around with, you're better to leave that thing till it quits than go buy just a brand new 40 gallon really? tank. The other side of it, you know, they've got power vent water heaters, which is a tank, and you can it's, it's quote unquote high efficiency where they run PVC outside. But by the time you look at the cost of a of a tank of a fifty gallon power vent, and you look at a tank list, they're darn near the same price my cost. Um, so if you're looking long term functionality, the the tank list in my mind at that point, why would yeah. you, you you you're looking at spending? I'll just throw it in there. Let's say you spend thirty three hundred bucks for a a fifty gallon power vent, and you're looking to spend thirty thirty eight hundred dollars on a tankless. I can tell you, spend the five hundred dollars. Yeah, you'll more than make that money up. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's the life expectancy on a tankless? Um, they have a fifteen year heat exchanger. Five. Uh, we we sell two brands, Navia and IBC, but they all have a fifteen year heat exchanger. Uh, five, at least five year parts, and generally we put a two year labor mm-hmm. on everything we do on them. Um, I've seen them to where they're over 20 years old. They're out there. There's some 80 percenters. You're starting to see 95, um, you know, the 90 pluses. I have one. I've had one in my house since 2015. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing I've had to do with this is clean the flame sensor yep. like you do in your furnace once every couple of years. Yeah. Um, you know, and the products are getting, the products are getting better. They're getting, uh, uh, more simplistic. You want you always think when it's new product. Well, there's more controls. Uh, we promote a product called IBC. Uh, that's the main uh, tankless we sell. The nice part about that is it's only got four moving parts on the entire thing to be able to function. Where a Navian is a great product, but there's 400 parts on it. Yeah. You know, IBC. If I need a part, you're up in Wisconsin. I get have next day. Navian. Well, you got to call someone on the West Coast get a part if your supplier don't have it. And Navian's a great product. I mean, it's mm-hmm. what I actually have in my house currently right now. But my son Hayden's got the IBC. You know, and it's a great. They're both great products. We've even put in for a couple customers that have went and bought, you know, a Rima Rude hot water heater. Yeah. Uh, that's what we sell for our residential heating and cooling. We've put in a couple of them. Um, they're not they're not bad products. I don't think they're of the level, in my opinion, mm-hmm. that you would either the IBC or the Navian. But there's, you know, it it's not a bad thing to look at the tankless in my mind, especially if you're going to be there more than three years. To me, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, and it's all situational, too. I mean, you know, a good example is, uh, you know, I had you come down and have you guys service some furnaces and air conditioners on some rental properties. And, you know, you called me and said, hey, the water heater 
needs to go. <laughs> when there's a black streak all the way up the front, it's like, yeah, it's rolling out. It's yeah. like, yep, it's time to go. Yeah, so. and so, like, you know, on a, on a situation like that, it makes, it, to me, it makes more sense to put in a regular you know, water heater, then spend the money to put in a tankless in a in the, that situation. Oh, ab- absolutely. You you know, listen, you you're not going to put a tankless in a if you have a let's say a eight plex or forty plex. More than likely, it just mm-hmm. you you know the you, you got to tailor it the ROI. The, the where it makes the value is your long term living yep. situation, or if you're really someone who wants to be, I'm not even going to say the word green. But once is one invest more in their properties, but that's kind of few and far between yeah. as far as in a yep. commercial or multifamily situation. Yep. yep. So outside of water heaters, what's you know what's your standard life expectancy on a furnace and air conditioner these days? Well, on uh, residential heating, cooling, talking furnace, AC, heat pump, I, what I tell everybody is seventeen to twenty two years. That's going to be your average. Now I've changed out equipment that's ten years old. Mm-hmm. We've changed out equipment that's 50 years old. So there's no right or wrong answer. Keeping your unit clean, changing your filters, you know, you know, it's not a car, but it puts on a lot of miles because it's the probably the most used appliance in your home and you don't think about it. If you do the maintenance, you do the little things, you know, it'll last longer. I can't guarantee yep. when a component will break. There's a lot of factors, duct design registers where the registers at are they blocked with drapes i mean there's a lot of factors that go in what we do it's not just the furnace and air but if you're looking residential 17 to 20 years geothermal which is another thing that we do i would tell you geo anywhere from 20 to 30 years and that's not counting the loop field. That's just talking the indoor, okay, uh, in, indoor unit, and uh, starting to see a comeback with that with the Inflation Recovery Act this year too. We're, I think we'll for a couple years going kind of quiet, but we're starting to see more of that comeback. So, and you've mentioned that there's some tax credits yes. that are going to be available. Yeah, residentially, well, yeah, there's several tax credits: uh, furnace and AC and or heat pump. A furnace, if it's 97% efficient or higher, is eligible for a $600 tax credit. An air conditioner, if it's a hot, if it's a 16 sear, which sears your efficiency number, and then it uses another number called EER, which is, in my mind, the true efficiency number, what it is, has to hit 13. There's $600 for an AC as well. Uh, if you want to go look at a heat pump, um, heat pumps are, you can get up to $2,000 for, for tax credit there as well um, on the pro, on product. As far as geothermal is concerned, this is where it's changed. The, the residential federal tax credit is a 30%. Um, what's changed on this now is the, the commercial slash nonprofit situation. It used to be if you were corporate, like a farmer, like let's say your farmer's under a corporation, mm-hmm. um, you can only get a 10% tax credit. That has now gone up to 40%. Wow. And the same thing with a nonprofit. It's up to 40%. So let's say you're 712's designing one of these buildings in here. Because that tax credit being at 40%, that might be something viable for them to look at because what they're going to spend, you know, and like I said, I'm not a nonprofit. I'm not a tax person. Yeah. But there might be some tax incentive there that said, "Hey, maybe we should look at yeah. this." 
and it lasts longer. You know, you can go into all the good reasons. It's going to cost you more in the front end. I, yeah. But, you know, if you look at, let's say a building's got a 50-year life cycle, you're going to be way ahead. Go with the geothermal with that kind of incentives yeah. coming back. Yeah, so. and that's the whole point, right? Exactly. Um, so are you doing much commercial stuff? Or are you mostly residential? I would say we're 70-30, and that kind of varies a little bit depending mm-hmm. on the year what's going on. Um, we're not afraid to take on commercial. I know two, kind of some projects that we've done. Uh, Pot County Courthouse a couple years ago, they did a, a first and second floor remodel. We've been involved with that. You know, we got several retail places that we do work. We do business with. We've done a lot of work up at the Carlton Condos here in Council okay. Bluffs. We, we converted it over to, from a, uh, a poorly designed geosystem to a boiler system. So not afraid to go after commercial. I actually love, if you're talking like a remodel, a mm-hmm. lot of people talk to you, I love commercial remodels. Don't ask me why. I think people try to take sick in the head, but I'd rather do a commercial remodel than do like a, you know, a multifamily or, or even a new house. And, and they're all, we do all that stuff yeah. too, but something about commercial remodels, it has to be the right situation, but I enjoy them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one question, at least when I'm in a house and I'm looking at, I'm looking at the furnace and the air conditioner, um, there's no... There's no statement on the seller's disclosure of when they were replaced, how often they've been serviced, and you just go down there and you look and you see <clears throat> an old unit. You can mm. just tell it's old. I always tell people, you know, this thing might run for 10 more years or it might quit the day that you buy the house. I had that happen. And <laughs> and so my my point to that is, you know, you need to, if you're going to write an offer on this house, you need to budget for that. And I always kind of... I hate to lean towards worst case scenario, but make sure that you're prepared if that situation does happen. Even if it, even if it, if your furnace goes out, you know, three months into owning the home, mm-hmm. do you offer any type of payment plans for people that are in those situations? We offer financing in this day and world. Yes, we we do a lot with Synchrony. Um, that's our main vendor, but uh, uh, I know Ameristar is another one we've taken on in Green Sky because, listen, if I'd write a $10,000 check today, yes, I'm a business owner, but if I'd write on my personal account, that might be kind of a tough one to swallow without yeah. having to move some money around. Um, you know, so, I mean, if a person's budgeting, you know, depend on the equipment, if it's older, five to 10 grand, and what I would tell anybody that's looking at a home um and I and I'm going to make a step on myself. There's a lot of home inspectors will come on and do at home inspections in your home, and you're familiar with that process. Most home inspectors are not certified, don't yeah. carry licenses at what they do. So they can tell you turn on the furnace and it runs, and they can tell you if you turn on the AC and it runs. But realistically, they, they generally on most home inspectors, see you need to talk to a professional and get yeah. it checked out. If you're questioning it, you know, if if you're given that five days or whatever the rule is now to check it, listen, spend the spend the hundred, hundred and fifty bucks. Hundred and hundred and fifty bucks is cheap, you know, as far as equipment. And he, and this is what I tell people if they have an older system, but they're looking maybe the move in a couple of years, you know, let's say the system's ten thousand dollars. And that's and I it, by today's numbers, that's not out of line. Yeah. But what I tell somebody is if they're looking to sell a house, I can't promise the furnace and AC will get you get you ten grand more, but it will give you ten thousand reasons less to negotiate when it's time to yeah. sell. So when you come walking in, well, hey, the furnace is junk, the roof's junk, yeah. you know, the and foundation, those are always the three things that 
for you, mm-hmm. and I, I see it all the time, it's like, well, a little bit of work on the front end could save you and make you some money on the back yeah. end. and that's why exactly like, you know, if we do market a house that has a new component, like a new furnace and air conditioner, new roof, that's why we tell people in the description, uh. hey, new roof in 2022 new furnace you know because those are big things and people oh well, it costs know. money yeah i mean you, you think about ten thousand dollars for a furnace and air conditioner you used to be able to buy a fairly decent car for 10 grand i yeah. don't know if you can now but that's a chunk of that that's probably your third biggest probably fourth first being your house second you know second is buying a vehicle third's probably having your kids mm-hmm. you know you know i mean because that's not cheap and so this is the top four things that you're going to spend money on. Yeah. And it's not like buying countertops. It's not like buying paint. It's not like doing all this fun stuff. I'm the guy that nobody wants yeah. to see, you yeah. know. So, you know, but it's a very, but people don't realize how important our product is until it doesn't work. Yeah. When it's January 15th or it's July 15th. Then... Jan- January 15th, the people are cooler about because they're like, hey, we're baking. We're doing this. Yeah. We'll survive. July 15th. That's a different ball. <laughs> Nobody likes to sweat. So yeah, yeah. My, my, my favorite story is you'll get the call, well, got a brand new baby at home and it's hot and it's suffering. And my thing is I said, okay, let's be honest about this. The baby was in a 98.6 degree womb for a long time. The baby doesn't have the problem with the heat. Mama's got the problem with the heat. If we can agree with that, we'll take care of the situation. <laughs> I've had got a laugh out of several people. Yeah. I said I had one gal that hung up on me, but uh, you know, to all you mothers out there, Lord knows I couldn't do it, so I appreciate. it. But I love getting <laughs> that call. It's like the baby's probably fine with it. So, <laughs> so what should a uh, what should a good homeowner be doing to maintenance their systems? Should you have somebody come out twice a year? What what's that look like? We encourage it. I mean, we have our maintenance plan where we come out twice a year, you know. But I'm realistic. There's DIYers that could do a lot of stuff. You know, changing your filter depends if you're running one inch or four inch filters, yeah. but keep them changed. If it's four inch filters, you could probably get by with once or twice a year, less than your real dusty area. You know, um, making you know, making sure you got filters, making sure your vents are open in your house. Take a look at your, you know, if if you know what you're doing, take a look at your chimney. You know, was, I mean, some of these old houses have chimneys. Is your chimney deteriorating? Are you starting to have problems with the chimney? More than likely, that's either a furnace or water heater issue that people don't know about. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first things I look at is, well, what's the chimney situation like? Um, you know, on your air conditioner, you know, let's say going through keeping it clean. Now, most people don't have multimeters and tools that they can really dig into it. But if the biggest thing is, if you're making an investment into it, you need to keep up with it. And if you're not qualified or you're not comfortable with doing it, a lot of people don't either like gas or deal with electrical. Usually one of them scares you. Yep. Or both. Or both. Yeah. I'm just one of them that I'm not scared of either, which is probably scary. But, you know, it, it you need to have a check because it's a life safety item, you know. Mm-hmm. Your air conditioner probably won't kill you, but if it's it have a problem, it can stop working. If there's an electrical issue outside that's diagnosed, undiagnosed can create issues. Um, refrigerant, if it's got a leak, refrigerant's not safe to breathe. I mean, it, it is what it is. And furnaces, you know, you talk about, you know, heat exchangers, which is always the big, oh, my God. And it's important, don't get me wrong. But when you start talking heat exchangers, it's one of them deals to where, it's not to say the heat exchanger being cracked that's the issue itself. It's the potential for carbon monoxide leaking in. Mm-hmm. It, it may not leak at all just because you got a cracked heat exchanger. But from a liability standpoint, 
I yeah. can't sit there and tell you that that furnace is safe to operate. Yeah. You know, and if you want to go and uh, roll the dice, you know, you're on your own accord. So, yeah. uh, so long story short, I definitely recommend maintenance. Probably should have a professional, but I'm not naive enough to know that there's going to be guys want to do, I should say, ladies and gentlemen, because I've, you know, do what you feel comfortable with. But yeah, ideally twice a year, but I would say at least once a year, have a full system work over. So I'm on your your maintenance plan for a couple properties. Um, This spring, do I need to make that phone call to you or will someone reach out to come out? I've got Jane Jane and Desiree. Jane does a lot of my outbound calling for uh, doing our maintenance stuff. Uh, and she's already started calling, okay. you know, mid, mid-March. Um, we call, we text, um, we email, we send postcards. So, I mean, we try to make four or five points yeah. of contact. Um, we're actually bringing another gal into the office Great. here, um, you know, to be a part of that. Um, so I'm not going to sit there and tell you if you want to be done April 1st. Make the call. Make the call. But, I mean, if you're one, you know, if we got you on the schedule May or June, You'll be hearing from us, but you know, it's our job to outbound, but you're more than welcome to call in. Okay. So. so speaking of contact, I got a box of Eileen's cookies the other day. How was that? Very by good. There very surprising. Go. I was very happy with that. You know, Dan Mao does a great job. We did some work for him a couple of years ago and we've always sent cookies out and yeah. he does a great job. So for nobody's us. ever mad about that. No, no. <laughs> Give me the oatmeal chocolate sh- or the oatmeal or the mo- oatmeal mo- chocolate chip or oatmeal monster cookies. The monster cookies are so, yeah. that that you're 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 in with yeah. me. So yeah. in bush light. Yep. In cookie dough, right? Yeah, if you bring monster cookies, you don't have to bring cookie dough. Like I said, yeah. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're never gonna get told no at my shop. I can promise you that. So, so Travis, just to wrap things up, what all do you offer at AirServe? Well, let's say you know if you're looking for residential, like commercial service maintenance installation, um, that's our primary focus. So that's mm-hmm. what we offer. Um, you know, we do do we do have three or four builders. We do do new construction. We do new homes. Um, we don't do a lot of new homes, but we're we're actually capable. Um, you know, if you're looking for commercial remodeling, you know, if you're looking for boilers, water heaters, that kind of stuff. You know, we're trying to get to be at the point to your, you know, we've even done a couple generators, one being at my house, need to get an electrician figured out, but that'd be something we're looking at doing too. But if you're wondering, or if you want to, you know, plan ahead or project or whatever, give us a call. And if it's something we can't do, we have, you know, uh, vendors, we got other contractors we work with to, you know, to help you get your projects done. Yep. Cool. Well, this is uh, Travis Waldstein, Air Service Council Bluffs at 3319 Nebraska Ave. Go Hawks. Sweet, too. <laughs> um, your one-stop comfort shop in Council Bluffs. Right? Yeah, that's right. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my wife used to maybe say all of Southwest Iowa, and I'm so loud. I said, you know, most of my business. And we go to Glenwood, too. We cover most of, most of Pot Mills County, a little bit in Omaha, but our focus is here in Iowa. Awesome. Council Bluffs. Well, thanks for coming in, Travis. I appreciate it. Yeah, Blake, thank you for having me.